the problem people run into as real estate investors is over leveraging themselves and not having enough money capital to sustain the project that they're in best ever listeners wouldn't it be nice to have a two million dollar pre-approval line of credit ah just think about that isn't that nice wouldn't that be nice how would that help you get more deals done because when you submit a pre-approval line of credit with your offer on a fix and flip house do you think it's going to stand out more i think so and our friends at Fun That Flip, you know Fun That Flip, Matt Rodak, he's been on the show before many times. He's a friend of mine. He's also the owner of Fun That Flip, and they're a sponsor of today's episode. What they're doing is they're giving a $2 million pre-approval line of credit, up to $2 million pre-approval line of credit for qualified buyers. And my gosh, in this competitive buying market, Sellers prefer to sell to buyers who have a high likelihood of closing, right? Makes sense. Well, use this pre-approval line of credit from Fund That Flip, and that will signal to the seller that you're the real deal and you'll be able to close quickly. It's free. All you got to do is go to fundthatflip.com. You've got to qualify that you have prior experience, and there's a process but it's free and you need to go to fundthatflip.com to get the pre-approval line of credit because this is a way that's going to help your short-term rehab loan happen because you're going to get the deal for the property where you need the short-term rehab loan. Go to fundthatflip.com and get that pre-approval line of credit for up to $2 million. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is a show where we cut out the fluffy stuff that you hear everywhere else. And we only talk about the best advice that moves your business forward. This is actually the world's longest running daily real estate podcast. You're listening to it. And let's get into it, my friend. So today is Friday. It's follow along Friday where I talk about a little bit of what I have going on so that I can perhaps give you some insights into the life of a full-time real estate entrepreneur, someone who buys apartment communities with investors and shares in the profits. And if you're a wholesaler or fix and flipper or a real estate agent, I suspect that there's going to be things that you can take away from today's episode, even though you're not doing exactly what I'm doing. We are all real estate entrepreneurs people who need to make things happen for ourselves, our family, our loved ones, and those around us. And I think that we've got some good insights for you on today's episode. So what I've been up to specifically, I'm actually working on, drumroll, my first wholesale deal. I'm not a wholesaler, even though I just said I'm working on my first one. But the, the thing that I've come across with this podcast, I get a lot of people reaching out to me and saying, hey, I've got this opportunity. I got this good deal. And up until this point, I didn't know what to do with them. I was like, oh, well, that sounds great, dot, dot, dot. But the more I realized it, the more I realized that I have an opportunity to help them out. I also have an opportunity to make money along the way by connecting the dots. So what I've done is I brought on a team member to help me with this process. And the team member will get 25% of the profits that I make from signing the contract. 
to a cash buyer. And that way I'm able to not put my focus on it, but still create a system. That's what this is all about, creating systems and make money on the opportunities that come across my lap. So specifically on this deal, what we're looking at is it's almost 40 units. It's 37 units in a remote town of Pennsylvania. And the owner came to me and he's like, hey, I've got this deal. I'm wondering what can I do with it? And I started looking at it and I wouldn't do this. I don't think I would do this on single family homes because the profit margin just isn't there. But for a larger portfolio of properties, it made sense for me to take a look at. And if it was a friend, which in this case, he's a friend, then I would help him out regardless of the size of the portfolio. But because it's 37 unit portfolio, I was like, okay, let me take a look at it. So I started looking at it and then I gave it to my business partner. He started looking at it. And after looking at it, there's a lot of value in this deal. And we're like, well, shoot, should this be the first time we wholesale a property? And that's what we're going to do. So we were transparent with them. Once we figured out what the value is and what we think we can sell it for, we jumped on a call with the owner. And I told him, I said, I'm going to put it under contract for this amount. And I'm attempting to then sign the contract to a cash buyer through my network of people. And he's like, you know what? I don't care if you sell it for 10 times that. As long as you get me the amount that we have in our contract, you can do whatever you need to. That's all I'm looking for. So this is so far been my first wholesale experience. And I'm going to apply one of the lessons that I learned on an interview. And the interview has not been published yet. It's episode 690 with Jimmy Reed. And it's going to be published on July the 23rd. So this isn't published yet. But I'll give you a snippet of what he said and what he taught me in the interview and during our conversation. And I highly recommend you listen to this interview, 690 with Jimmy Reed. He wholesales properties, Dallas-Fort Worth. He's been in the real estate industry for 29 years. And he said what he's noticed is when he's wholesaling the deal that everything's fine and dandy until the buyer sees how much he's making on the assignment fee. And then they start renegotiating and get cold feet. And and then some of his deals were falling out of contract and he ended up losing some deals. So what he did is he revised the assignment contract so that it showed how much in total they were agreeing on, which is inclusive of the assignment fee. So basically it said, say the property is 110000 all in that you're selling to the buyer. You say the purchase price plus the assignment fee will be $110,000. It doesn't say what the assignment fee is, but there's a blank for it. And then later he fills in what that actual assignment fee is at the day of closing. Now he's telling them, hey, it is not going to be any more than this price. And so he's able to agree with them or have them agree, hey, as long as I buy it for this price, I don't care. And the assignment fee for what he's making isn't relevant anymore because a deal is a deal. It doesn't matter how much the person in the middle is getting as long as they're still furnishing a deal that the buyer is voluntarily paying for. So that's a tactic that I think is really smart for wholesalers to do. 
And that's probably what I'm going to be doing on the deal that I wholesale because it doesn't matter what I make on this. It's about what's the value of the deal that I'm providing that I found for the buyer who ends up buying the deal. What else I got going on? The book I wrote with my buddy Theo Hicks, Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever, Volume 1. The Kindle version is out. The printed version is still on pre-order as scheduled. July 14th is when the books will be shipping in their physical version from Amazon. So go order it on Amazon. And if you pre-order the physical version today, forward your receipt to info at joefairless.com. That's I-N-F-O at joefairless.com. And you shall get a bonus, my friend. And the bonus is on the deals that those guests who are interviewed and who we wrote about in the book, their best ever deals. Certainly you can learn something from case studies of best ever deals from successful real estate professionals, right? Exactly. So there's that bonus guide you can get if you buy the book and forward your receipt to info, info at joefairless.com. And as a reminder, I'm donating every single penny of profit from the sale of this book to Junior Achievement to help kids in underserved communities teach them financial literacy skills. Okay, what else I got going on? Um, we are in the final stages of underwriting a, about a 300 unit. I want to be a little bit cryptic because it's a competitive bid situation, but we're looking at a deal in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. We're getting closer and closer. We'll see if we get it. I'll keep you posted. Cincinnati deal. The buyer is scheduled to finish out their inspections this week. And then early next week, we're scheduled to close at the end of July. July the 29th is the closing date. Keep posted on that. I met with a broker today in Cincinnati. And he's like, you know, what type of deals are you interested in? And I started saying value-add deals where I... And then he cut me off. He's like, well, I, I understand what value-add deals are. But one thing I hear a lot of people say is value ideals where I can put in money, increase the rent and force appreciation and capitalize on that. And I was thinking, well, you stole the words from my mouth. Uh, and he said, here's what value add is. Value add is finding value where others don't see it. And it's so true. He went on to show me a property that didn't fit my criteria. It was a lot too small and it was too messy of a deal, but it was certainly a value add deal. And it resonates with me because so many people, they say the market's too hot or they say that they don't understand how people can pay a certain price. In a lot of the cases, they're right on both fronts. But the reason why people are buying at any point in time is because they see value. And when you see value, in my opinion, as long as you're cash flowing along the way, while you're increasing the value, then that's a pretty good bet. Because the problem people run into as real estate investors is over leveraging themselves and not having enough money, capital, to sustain the project that they're in. That's the main problem. And if you are cash flowing the whole time, then you can sustain it because you're making money. It might not be what you want to make, but you're still making money. And if you're buying it the right way and you're cash flowing 
while you're adding value, then that's the way to do it. So going back to his point, value is finding value where others don't see it. It might not be just putting in money to the interior of the units or the exterior increasing rent. It could be that you've uncovered an area that isn't quite as hot as other areas. Therefore, you're able to get a price that's lower per unit than what other areas are going for that are very close by. It could be that you're going to be individually metering the water. It could be there are some fees that aren't being charged at your property that could be charged or that you've got uh, laundry facilities on the property and instead of laundry facilities you're going to put washers and dryers in the units and have the residents pay for their own water and then rent those washers and dryers from you. There's a lot of different ways and if it was as simple as a scientific approach for underwriting then not a lot would get purchased because everyone would be underwriting it the same exact way and only one person would be getting those deals. And how they got that deal would be kind of subjective because everyone would have the same exact price. So there's an art and a science to underwriting deals. And it's important that we understand that. Otherwise, anyone who has a baseline education on how to run the numbers in a spreadsheet on a multifamily deal could be a billionaire real estate investor. But obviously, you and I know that's not the case. So wanted to mention that. Hope that was helpful. Hope you have a best ever weekend, and I'll talk to you soon. Best ever listeners, Matt Bowles, who was a guest on episode 289. His company, Maverick Investor Group, has a special report just for you on how to avoid the seven biggest mistakes in real estate that investors make in the 2016 boom cycle. Get yours free at maverickinvestorgroup.com forward slash best ever. That's M-A-V-E-R-I-C-K investorgroup.com forward slash best ever.